SEO this week, episode nine. Hey everyone, if you're following along, this is Clint Butler from Olympia SEO, and we proudly present SEO this week, a roll up of the previous week's top marketing articles. Just in case you didn't see them, didn't have time, etc. We publish them on the website on Monday. We do the video on Tuesday, and then you can get the audio hopefully by Wednesday. So enjoy, and here we go. All right, first story we got is how to reach more local co- customers with Facebook. This is on Social Media Examiner. It's published by Miss Anna Gotter. This is actually a pretty cool thing. One of the uh, the uh, options that she presents is called dark posts. Now, if you may know these from doing Facebook ads, you run a page, you do a dark post, you run an ad to that dark post, and it's not on your page, and you're good to go. What I did know is you didn't actually have to run an ad. You can go through the power editor and then navigate to the post and create the dark post and set up the uh, targeting essentially of who you want in your friends to see it. It's actually interesting. <laughs> Something to, to you know to look at. Uh, you can run ads to for the uh, for audiences too. So um, just check it out. I haven't tried it yet. It's pretty interesting to do. So I'm, I'm going to give it a shot. Uh, next is Search Engine Land, and this is from Andrew Shotland. He's writing about HTTPS and not to forget about local citations. Actually, it says don't forget about local citations, and it kind of just glimpses over it and goes over some of the, the things that you need to uh, look at inside your installations when you're switching from regular HTTP to HTTPS. One of the cool things about WordPress is it almost handles a lot of it all by yourself. I can get the uh, I get my host to install the certificate, switch it over to HTTPS in WordPress, and then uh, add real simple SSL, and boom, I'm good to go and testing fine in all the plugins and testing fine in my theme, and uh, the the browsers are seeing the entire site as secure. So. Um, just an option to check out, uh, read the article and kind of some things to consider if you're not using WordPress because it's not as easy as it always um, is made out to be uh, everywhere. So um, again, good read here. Next, we go to marketing professors. I, I think it's professors, honestly. That's what marketing pro stands for. But uh, we're going to tell it's about the top 20 content marketing influence of 2016. couple things to note. When you get to this site, you're going to get this really annoying pop-in that blocks you from seeing the content. I hate it. Uh, I, I, you know, it's so that you can become a member and read some of their premium stuff. And then they can email you constantly about their uh, professional level. Anyway, uh, if you get through this thing, there's a little mini... Uh, infographic with a list of content marketers actually a pretty good lift Jess Bullis is on there uh, Neil Patel who else do I know and Hardly's there and Neil Schaefer's there so pretty good list might be some people you don't know uh, it does get lost in all the ads on this site however comma so um, I find it ironic that a site talking about content marketing puts ads right in between their infographics so you can't tell the difference it makes it very hard to read but there are some cool hashtags uh, available here if you do a lot of Twitter stuff 
you can uh, throw these hashtags in your Twitter, Instagram, sometimes Facebook too, uh, and uh, leverage those. So here's a good set uh, if you're into the uh, marketing niches. As you go to small business trends, this is cool. I use QuickBooks, just started it, just adopted it. I was kind of managing it myself and some other software, uh, Excel for one, and I use PayPal, but they're, they work together. Like I can see my PayPal account in my QuickBooks management, but I couldn't do invoices, etc. So I was doing all my invoices directly in PayPal. This is awesome because now QuickBooks is going to be integrated with PayPal. So you do all your invoices and everything inside of QuickBooks. It syncs with PayPal, sends everything out where it has to go, and you are all set. So it makes this a lot easier if you're looking for a, a better solution for your merchant account. I had a real merchant account, $58 a month just to have the stupid thing, whether I used it or not, then the charges on top of that. PayPal is like 2.9%, so which is 2.9, 2.8, which is very comparable to uh, what's the the other one, a swipe or something to that effect. Um, so <clears throat> I like it, so I use it, and now I'm glad there's going to be some integration. Something you check out if you're using QuickBooks or PayPal or both, and didn't know that you can connect them now or in the future. Next, we go to why you should immediately maximize your local SEO. This is published by Brian Hughes on entrepreneur.com. Actually a pretty good article if you're new. If you're in if you're old uh, or no been involved in SEO for probably more than six months, I think you can figure this stuff out by now or at least you should have that there's always a local search uh, versus a national level search. Google My Business and how you can maximize that. Local rankings, personalized search, local search engines. Uh, some people use them. Uh, Yelp in particular. Bing maybe. Bing Places. I, I can't even remember the last time I've been there other than the check on client stuff. So, uh, And then some so social media and how that applies to your local SEO. Again, not something that uh, if you're experienced SEO been doing it for more than six months probably skip this one you're just kind of go dub but uh if you're brand new this is a good one for you just to check out to get the highlights and get your your mind charged thinking uh in the right ways when you're doing the rest of your research now we go back to marketing professors and this one's 10 ways to make your facebook event more powerful now this has a uh capture down on the bottom you have to be a member, so just sign in. The thing is free. You'll get a, an email or so a day. Uh, it's no big deal, I guess. Uh, you can always just make it go to your spam box if you just want to read their content and not their their emails. But <clears throat> this one is actually pretty good, and it goes into how to leverage Facebook events, um, how to properly set them up, what they should look like, etc. And then it gives you some ideas on how to use them, i.e., you know, what to promote. Specifically, this uh, B2B tactics is, was good for us, you know, our webcasts, videos. I don't know about videos, blogs, infographics. Those aren't really an event. I would do in person events and, web, and webinars and kind of leave the rest to your pages, but that's just me. One thing I noticed they didn't cover was how to actually you know, drive traffic, get people to these, you know, you're not going to send them to your Facebook quote unquote friends if they're actually your friends, but how do you, you know, do you drive ads to these? Do you, um, 
do you share them with on your pages and just hope for luck you know that stuff wasn't covered so I would probably create these and drive ads to them especially if I'm doing a, a live event or a webinar where I can turn that into a profit uh, stream either at the time or down the road so but again this is interesting to look at Facebook events aren't hard they're not complicated by any means but it's a good thing to check out small business trends back here and we're gonna look at the a guide to local content marketing for small business Amy Mars is the author and this is just some ideas to you know kind of get the creative juices flowing even I get writer's block sometimes that's why I started doing SEO this week just so that I didn't have to focus on creating and my own uh, unique voice content so um, but you know here's some things you can do identify your local audience examine the competition see what they're doing um, make your stuff a little bit broader I guess if you want to um, the best part here is it, again it's just some ideas to do uh, some research and, and stuff but uh, I really like the identify the local audience especially if you're targeting a local area and, and you know what are they interested in if you're a plumber for example there's only so much you can write about how to to put plumbers tape on your pipes or whatever so um, throw in some news what's going on in the area some local events going on that kind of stuff that just you know build the relevancy of your site as being in that local area now ultimately help your rankings too so this is again something that's to just check out some good information get the creative juices flowing and finally, I want to end with 10 free at Overlook tools for Google SEO or Google tools for SEO professionals. This is a Neil Patel post. If you guys know him, he produces some pretty good stuff. Uh, so I'm going to go over these as a uh, Google mobile friendly test is actually pretty good. There is a new test tool out. I'll find the uh, link for you guys. If you want it, just put it in the comments. Um, let you that you want to know where the new test tool is if you can't find it yourself and i'll get it for you google my business obviously a lot of everyone should know about that page speed insights boo this tool is junk this thing is part of the page speed cdn program that google tried to launch and failed miserably at every site we put on it actually made our site slower and this tool will tell you that all the Google scripts that you have on your pages, i.e. Google Maps, Google uh, Plus, Google My Business widgets, all that will bring your ranking down because Google wants to tell you that your sites need to be faster, but they don't want to do anything on their own to make their uh, stuff faster. So go figure. So if I had to disagree with anything on this page, it's Google PageSpeed Insights. Skip number three. That tool is garbage. Don't use it. Uh, Google Correlate, pretty awesome tool. I like using that thing for keyword research. Google Trends, same thing, keyword research. Google Chrome, duh. You can add all kinds of cool stuff to Google Chrome. And Google Alerts for keyword research and content stuff to see what's going on in your market. And all that stuff's pointed to you. Google Voice, interesting. Uh, I haven't leveraged this a lot. I know a lot of people do it. Um, so I would, I would check it, take a look at that and see if it's for you and then Google Sheets we use and YouTube obviously we use too. Google Sheets we can actually track you know what we're doing, where we are in a project, with links we've built for our clients, uh, our audits are put on Google Sheets so 
this is uh, I, I'd use Google Sheets too. I recommend you taking a look at that. So, all right. So that was SEO this week, episode nine. Again, folks, if you guys know websites that we're not covering, we're not looking at. Maybe I don't know. You write some content you think deserves to be highlighted in SEO this week. Don't hesitate to leave a link in the comments on the page or in the video or on the audio site that you're listening to the podcast. And this is Clint Butler for Olympia SEL signing off.